Hey there, hi there, ho there. Hello, babes. I'm sitting on the floor this week. Um, and I'm kind of in a very awkward position because I'm really tired. Um, but that's besides the point. Who cares how we look as long as we get the content out there, you know? Who cares how we feel? Burnout? Push it to the side. Yeah. Um, but it seems like we have some exciting, seamless uh, seconds coming up. Do you want to give yours first, Taylor? Of course I want to go first because it's all about me. <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My seamless second before I say it, I want to apologize if anyone can hear how loud it is outside. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, well. Um, my seamless second is a little podcast wreck. A little something, something I came across mm-hmm. on Spotify when I said, okay. And I never mm-hmm. listen to podcasts on Spotify. No shade to them. I do use the service. But I came across this little show called Pitch Shift. Mm-hmm. Pitch like pitch a fit and shift like shift key on a computer um it is a podcast in which this sounds outside are gonna literally make me scream they pitch and this is up here up your alley miss me up they pitch films based on song titles I like that. It's Interesting. so freaking cool. So, like the the episode title will be a song. So, like one of them I listened to was "I Just Kind of Wish You Were Gay," which is mm-hmm. a Billie Eilish song, and they pitch a film plot based on the song and its lyrics. You know, I've always thought that like about that concept because when I have to do like exercises or write stories or whatever for classes I've been like looking to songs recently that I feel like have their own story and I'm like I could like do something with this a little bit all songs are a story they are truly doesn't matter if they're good or bad they're they're a story it's all subjective people I think that's a great recommendation sounds really fun so my seamless second isn't a recommendation, but some YouTuber news. All right, everybody, get in your TARDIS, get in your time machine. Ew. We're, we're going back. We're going back to 2013. Ooh, that this was not the year for me, but okay. Prime British YouTuber era. Um, we all know Zoella. We, we all know her. You know, she did the makeup stuff. And um, Alfie Diaz, also known as Pointless Diaz. Diaz. It's Diaz. Really? It I is. thought it was Diaz. Mm. Well, excuse me. I, I always know him as Pointless Blog back in the day. Um, they're having a baby, apparently. Wow. They're having a little uh, Zozo and Alf moment. I don't know. I need to look this piece of news up they i think she was on my for you page not that long ago and it had been kind of forever since i'd seen you know anything from either one of them me too like i just saw it on twitter this morning um and i was like oh, haven't heard from them i heard alfie is just not that great of a person these i mean i don't want to judge but we obviously um, don't know them personally. 
Yeah, but it's like he puts out, he kind of puts out content sometimes that's, you know, like, Alfie, do better. Come on. Um, but, you know, congrats to them having a little child. Um, something I saw on Twitter that I thought was funny. You know how when you uh, they get, like, the ultrasound picture things? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, multiple, like, camera angles or whatever of the baby. Babies got to have their angles. Yeah. So there were six pictures. And so somebody on Twitter was like, oh, my God, Zoella's having six kids. I mean, obviously, it was a joke, but I thought it was just a little funny. Obviously, my my sense of humor is really going downhill if I laugh at that. I mean, is anything funny anymore? No. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) Everything, Everything is a joke now. And that's not the funny part of it. Only girlies whose last or last names. Oh my god, I'm done. Only girlies whose names end in uh, uh, and e are funny. <laughs> According to one TikTok user with LED lights. <laughs> I mean, LED. It all works. It all the makes sense. It all makes sense. Anyways, uh, those are our news. Your recommendation, my news. Uh, do with that what you will. Um, but for now, we have a review, a, a little spicy review coming up for a new film titled. Ew, hold she on. said the F word. Ugh. Oh, sorry. I was like, did I actually say the F word? She said, I was like, did I? I was like, huh? Am We're I now not, explicit? I was th- I was starting to think like, am I just like, can can I not censor myself anymore? Um, this movie, m- uh, motion picture, whatever you want to call it, titled "The Map of Tiny Perfect Things," which has probably one of the worst posters I have ever seen um, in my life. <laughs> have you seen the poster for this movie? Mm, is it the one where they're like holding hands? Yeah, and it's like. A giant circle and the fonts like really gross. I like the poster that they have where it's their hands holding and they're like, ay, ay, ay. Mm, I haven't seen that one. Um, but I had no idea what this movie was about actually. I didn't look up anything about it until I watched it and. I saw the little synopsis that like Amazon gives you because it's on Amazon everyone. And it was like a guy like relives the same day every day. And I was like, Oh, groundhog day. Okay. Uh, What's the new twist on this? And what I appreciated because I was actually a little confused about this at first is that the movie starts out, he's already really, really I was I'm kind like, of confused at first. I thought, this is what I thought was happening. So when his, he's going through his, you know, day in the life moment and you start noticing like, oh, he knows things are happening before they're going to happen. I thought his life was just that monotonous at first. I was like, oh, like he's just used to this. Yeah. It's so like routine that it's, this is his entire life because I just thought this was just a kid who was, you know, trying to make the best out of everything. I truly was. He was throwing things around. He was perfect. I mean, he was his own gymnast in his house. And 
I think you're supposed to catch it when he, um, like, mimics his sister. Like, he says, hey, loser, or whatever. But I just thought that was, like, a sibling thing. Same. Like, oh, like it makes sense. And then I, th- I think the moment I caught it, which was probably way too late, was when he told that girl, like, where the directions were. That's when I caught on, too. Because I, I was, was like, like, oh, his oh. life is just the same. But when he kind of took the iPhone from the person driving and, like, threw it on the ground, I was like, that's kind of weird. But maybe he's just mm-hmm. super hand-eye coordinated and he yeah. can just snatch things quickly. But I like that they jumped straight into it and didn't waste a bunch of time. Yeah, I didn't really want to go through the whole thing of like, oh my goodness, I'm reliving the same day. What must I do now? Because uh, that's a whole nother movie, you know. Um, it seems like he's already accepted the fact that he's living the same day every day, although I would honestly never accept that fact. Um, and then, you know, well, at first he's, try- he's trying to uh, woo this girl. This random girl out of nowhere, not Catherine Newton, everyone. And um, turns out it just doesn't work out because Catherine Newton comes along, breaking everything. His routine is, is, isn't normal anymore. And turns out she's reliving the same day. Who could have thought? And they're the only two people experiencing this phenomenon and being like, aware that each day is resetting because everyone else they're just minding their own and it's the same old same old and they aren't cognizant of it yeah um and i would and i will say sometimes i do like things to be explained just a little bit on why these two out of every person in the world why the map of tiny perfect things was the key to everything like, who set this in motion? The universe? Science? It all has to deal with science mm. and her little cubes. Yeah, and then... I don't know. And he, like... Okay, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. I didn't hate the movie. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. It's just that the plot was very obvious from the get-go. Like, yeah, she's going... When she was like, "Yeah, I'm talking to a med, like med student." I was, I was like, "Oh, somebody's dying." Like, I thought it was going to be her, though. I didn't think it was going to be her mom. That's a that's interesting. Though. Like, I didn't know who was dying, but I knew somebody was. Um, the fact that Mark took forever to figure it out. He used to pick things up a little bit for somebody who's reliving the same day every day he's starting he's missing a lot of things he said i'm an art student he said math and science ew that's for nerds and the fact that he has to redo the same art and the same math and have to remember her phone number every single day that would drive me up Up the wall. wall like i don't think i could handle that because that was the biggest downfall because on one hand you have the ability to if you're, you know, aware of the situation, like you have the ability to remember what's going to happen, the people you come across and the skills that you learn. So like you could technically, like you have the time to learn anything you want to, mm-hmm. but anything that you create, gone, gone after that, that 16 hour period, you don't even get a full 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, I would hate that. And the, and he can't even see his mom. 
really, because as soon as he wakes up, she has to leave for work. Which I was starting to think, like, from the beginning, because it seems like he's super bothered by it. Like, why don't you just run out? And, and just, go to like, her job. Yeah. He wasn't that pressed about it. He was like, oh, I miss my mom. But not it enough to go see her. It wasn't until his sister was like, yeah, we lost a, our soccer game. That he was like, wait, you're losing your soccer game? Zero said, to three every single day? I have been so focused on my own art school dreams and avoiding math and summer school that I didn't even know you were going through an athletic dilemma. I didn't even know, girl. I am so sorry. And he's he's telling um, Margaret, Catherine Newton's character, like, my sister has to relive this every day. I'm like, um, I don't think she has to relive this every day. You just have to relive hearing about it exactly or, or his it. dad the dad in the book so first of all daddy big papa is papa jensen from 13 reasons <laughs> he's always we, playing some like educator type role and he's like I'm, I'm so cool and hip with the kids and they he always has a moody teenager to deal with and he doesn't know how to deal with them i mean he is stuck in a time loop that is true. Also, I should have... It's just the little things in the begin, the opening scene where he's like, yeah, you're going to eat a whole thing of um, that ice cream later in the day. I was like, oh, is that like just a dad thing? He Same. Just I was like, whole- maybe that's just his regular routine. Yeah. Dang. Um, but I want to ask this or pitch mm-hmm. this. Pitch shift. Coming for your brand. Um with this so we have a molly ringwald theory which we've already talked about many a time yeah. um maybe if i'm kind i'll link the episodes in which it is mentioned but is this universe that we're in right now let's think about this ladies okay 13 reasons we have clay's father who i think is like isn't he like some type of like english professor or something he's a literature professor mm-hmm. yeah. and then his mom is you know into law like she's Mm -hmm. doing her thing maybe maybe stay with me y'all he okay so the dad in this movie loses his job Mm -hmm. but mark is under the impression that his dad you know had this midlife crisis and quit and was like i'm gonna be creative and write a book i think that this is clay's father in this universe really yes he quit his job as a literature professor he quit, in quotation marks, he got fired. Mm-hmm. Probably because they heard about how problematic his children are. Mm-hmm. Period. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he goes home to write this Civil War novel. And then the mom, Lainey, because the mom in this movie is never on screen. She's working nights because she's doing another trial. Ooh, interesting. And these parents, because we all know that they adopted Justin, R.I.P. Everyone take a moment of silence. Mm-hmm. They adopted more kids because Clay's in college. So they got Mark and they got whatever that little girl's name is with the violin. Emma, Emily, something like that. It makes so much sense. The universe is coming together. I mean, in what other way would it not be right? Mm -hmm. And Margaret is Mark's Hannah. Yeah. I'm, you know what's weird? The name Mark for a teenager. Because every time I hear the name Mark, I expect it to be the dad. I Like, Mark is like an old man name. 
No offense to anyone named Mark. Yeah, there were so many other names he could have been given. And it, Mark and Margaret, really? Margaret. Margaret. It reminds me of um, the Paper Towns girl. Oh, my God. Margot Roth Spiegelman. Yeah. Margaret makes me think of oatmeal. I'm not really sure why. She couldn't have been Maggie. Ew. Anyways, you know what this movie reminds me of? Um, uh, About Time. I mean, I thought the same thing, except this one, there's no progression. Like, in About Time, you can go back in time, correct your mistakes, and time continues to move. But this one, you're just stuck. I think it just reminded me of uh, About Time because of, like, the father and son relationship a little bit. Like, they had, like, kind of a little thing going on. A little conflict, and then he's, you know, trying to press his girl that's living the same day as him. Um, obviously, about time goes like really deep into that, and not as much as this one. This one is like, you know, about time, but for teenagers. This is <laughs> you like know, the we watered down version of about time. Yeah, like, we can't get into too much deep stuff right now. Like, About Time goes into, like, kids and marriage and stuff like this. They're just trying to figure out how to be an astronaut and, like, go to art school. See, this movie kind of made me confused. Like, I liked it. I thought some of the dialogue was really funny. They did continuously bring up cancer and global warming, like, kind of a lot. Both important Mm -hmm. issues, but it was just, I was like, why are we still talking about this? But... It is kind of aimless in a way because the whole first, like they're not trying to figure out why the days keep repeating really. Like they're just kind of going with it Mm -hmm. because he even says like everyone's lived the same day thousands of times over. And I'm, I'm just wondering how long they had been in this situation before they crossed paths. That's what I was thinking. And how did all of a sudden, like, this seems like a small town. I'm going to be honest. And it seems like they live in the same town. Like you said, how long has it been since they've, like, actually met each other? Or And they're, like, the same age. I'm like, is it Did they months? not go to school with I one mean, another? There could have been more than one school in the district. We don't know. But I don't know. And let's – oh, shoot. What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. But, oh, yeah. So, like you said, it does feel kind of aimless. It just feels... It has that same feel as that movie with Elle Fanning. To all, um, to all the bright places. What? All the bright places. All the, all the bright places where it just seems, like, kind of pointless. It doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. It's just, like, a cute little movie where two people fall in love and then there's, like, some sort of tragedy. You know, and the map of tiny perfect things. It's cute, but like it doesn't, I don't know what it's supposed to do really. I will say I prefer this over the other movie. Yeah, I prefer this over all the bright places. But I am still bothered by the map of tiny perfect things because it feels so cheesy for them to be like, we should go out and look for all the tiny perfect things in this town. Like, you're going to lose all this stuff the next day. What's the point? Why write it all down? I don't think I would have recorded it in the way that they did with the map and everything. Even though that does play into, oh my god, the last final place and the pattern and the math or whatever. 
But I get what the point of the movie was. It was like, oh, appreciate where you are in life and all this stuff. And like, that's great and everything. But I was kind of like, okay. But it's just like so on the nose a little bit. But I liked how it, I, I kind of like the whole, if you live in a small town, there's still things to see mentality. Even though I feel like people who write scripts like that did not live in like, an actual small town where there's not a lot to do. But if you're stuck yeah. living the same day, like we be sitting in the parking lot and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're stuck in the same day though, everyone's like complaining like, oh, every day's the same. And he helps or he stops the girl from falling in the pool and he tells her where the directions are and you know, this, that, and the other. But even if you're in that time loop, you can still do something different every day because every like you don't spend your full day in one place usually yeah why didn't he just leave why didn't he go to a different city or something like i know he only has like 16 hours but still like you have time to get to to another town yeah i don't know and i did like the little details of them you know (laughs) they Obviously, everything's going to go back to normal the next day, so they can spend all the money they want. Um, you know, they can do they can crash the car as many times as they want. He can he even, shave his head, and the next day it'll be fine. Yeah, he jumped off the roof to see like, will I die or go back? Which, by the way, I would never take that risk either way. I feel like. Whew, that would be me but that's just me sometimes Mm. it'd be like that and meanwhile he's you know having this fun time and she's over here like every single day has to go to the hospital and say goodbye to her mom that has to be the hardest thing like she has to relive that like i get like the entire reason she doesn't want to fix anything is because it's her last moments with her mom Mm -hmm. like after that her mom's gonna be gone forever but she has to watch her mom die every single day. And I thought it was kind of weird. Basically, the key to getting out of the time loop was her kind of accepting death as a part of life mm-hmm. and letting someone new in her life so that she's not alone to grieve and, you know, process everything. I thought that was a little bit kind of like, yeah. A stretch to me. I feel like they could have done something different plot-wise with that particular mm-hmm. element. And all the science and math, like, I think, I think in, a, in a previous thing that we watched, I was like, oh, I like how they give young people multiple interests. Like, your whole life is not one thing. But this, mm-hmm. they kind of just ditched the interests, like, very quickly. He was like, I'm, Dad, I want to go to art school. I don't want to do math in college, even though you're, you're going to have to take a math class anyway, sweetheart. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Um, and her, she's like, I want to be a NASA missile, m- missile, missile, missile specialist or whatever, analyst, something. She wants to do something with space. And the, the, that whole thing was just for him to do a cute thing for her. To show that he likes her or whatever. Yeah. It's like, look at, look at us inside the school. Can we talk about the color grading of this movie? Sure. It reminds me of High School Musical 2. Like oversaturated? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Some of these blue eyed people. They be blue eyed. They looked a little radioactive. <laughs> they looked a little imagine dragons to me. You know what else? Can, can we talk about this guy's um, outfits? His shorts. They cut off below the knee. Those aren't even shorts. They're, They're longs. Just, I mean, wore long socks, like really long socks, and these like slide on bands. Like, honey, you're going to live the same day every single day, and you choose to wear this. You didn't I mean, learn. Catherine was serving up looks. Like, her outfits were cute. <sighs> but it felt kind of outdated. But not like super outdated, just like two or three years off. Because the clothes they were wearing gave me, like, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Well, maybe they got stuck in 2017. I mean, it was the peak year for all of us. HS1 came out. I was already out of high school. I do wish they um, would have said, like, when they got stuck, how long they've been this way. Because it seems like they've been this way for a while. For a hot minute. For him to have the routine of everyone in the city so down pat. Mm -hmm. But what would be the skill that you would want to master if you had, you know, infinite time? Honestly, I would want to figure out that Rubik's Cube. I feel like that's like that would annoy me if I never could figure that out. Like the little thing that she had, the 40 cube or whatever? Yeah. Um, that or let's see. She was trying to learn how to drive a car. Poor thing never did. It seemed like. I mean, me too. I was driving pretty bad yesterday, so me too as well. Um, I don't know. Because you can't make anything, really. Yeah. Because you would be like, oh, I want to master, like, learning how to draw or how to paint or whatever. But you would never see your progress because it would just disappear. And I feel like that's where the Rubik's Cube wouldn't work as well because you can't learn that in one day. That's, like, super difficult. You would want to, like, put it away and go back to it the next day. So maybe, like, an instrument or some, or cooking, you know? I think cooking could be fun. You, you would have time to try out a different recipe every single day, um, which wouldn't eat into your entire day probably. I think... A part of me is like, ooh, I think doing pottery would be fun because I could just, like, play with Play-Doh all day. But not Play-Doh, but you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Play-Doh. Or, like, read. Because anything that you do that creates something is just going to be gone. And then the other thing would be, like, let's say you were like, oh, I'm going to really lean into fitness. I'm going to, like, run every day or I'm well, going to whatever. It's not – like, your endurance would be gone, right? Yeah. You go back to whatever you were because she even said, like, we can eat all the ice cream in the world without getting fat. And I was like, well, I don't think you're going to get fat from eating, like, all the ice cream in one day. But I didn't like that line. It made me feel kind of icky. I know. They weren't even eating that much ice cream. They had like two things of it that looked like from Steak and Shake or whatever. Not Steak and Shake. That's Not America's like favorite Steak and Shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like they said, there's this one point where they were talking about classes because, you know, at first I thought they were in college. I thought they were like freshmen in college. And then they clarified that he was in summer school. Um, He was like... 
that sounds like something you would say if you were in honors, whatever this class is. And she's like, I'm not in honors. I'm in AP. Oh. And then she later on, she's like, yeah, you're America and I'm Canada. <laughs> Katie's steak and I'm shake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ew, I, I don't like that. I'm not steak. I can't be steak. I can't. Well, I don't, you know what? I just don't like that comparison. You can be Let's steak-in. just not use steakin. 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 <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, the whole school thing like confused me even after um he specified he was in summer school. Cause like why would you go? You're missing one class technically. Like, why would you do that and when he's trying to put his life together he actually goes to class i'm like you're not going anywhere why you you're not do what's the point of this um and then he goes ask his algebra teacher who apparently has never seen him before ever like about quantum physics and all this other stuff like i'm sorry why would a high school algebra teacher know all this well, I'm this. like, algebra and physics are two very different things. Like, no wonder the teacher was confused. I think he just said, like, yeah, whatever. It might be possible just to, like, get the kid off his back. And why was his dad so adamant for him to be, like, a math whiz or whatever? And I'm like, I know it was to point out his dad's hypocrisy because it's like, oh, my dad doesn't want me to live my creative truth, but he can sit at home and write a novel about the Civil War. But I'm like, what was the big deal? Well, I mean, the daughter did point out that, like, like the dad probably would have been fine with him going to art school. It's just that they couldn't afford it. So they would rather have him do, like, something that, I don't know, is more stable, I guess. Like, I get that, I guess. But the thing is, is school is school, and it's still going to be expensive either way. That's true. In America. America, land of the steak and shake. America, land of high tuition prices. That's the only two things about America, steak and shake and high tuition prices. Exactly. Everything else, non-existent. Nope. Is there anything we missed about this movie? Mm. I mean, I feel like we kind of just hit everything. I think that his best friend whose name I honestly don't remember was not a very good friend why is that why would you (laughs) well maybe like that's not a fair assessment to make considering they're stuck in the same day and everybody has their good days and their bad days and stuff but anytime your boy Mark would talk about his life or his you know new boo thing Catherine Prescott, aka Margaret, he would be like, You mean new? What? Catherine Prescott? That's a different Catherine. Catherine, yeah. <laughs> Catherine Newton. An abundance <laughs> of Catherines. So many Catherines in this world. Um, he's just like, Wait, who are you talking about? Wait, what? I mean, to be fair, I would be the same way if this guy, like, went up to me if I was his best friend and he's like I'm totally in love with this girl and I'd be like do you even know her like you just met her whatever I don't know but maybe he wants to keep it to himself he just really wants to finish that video game level 
nerds. Nerds. I'm just kidding. Anyone can have their own passion. Their own passion project. I will say that this movie gets a pass on montages because normally I stay complaining about an abundance of montages because it's a little too much for me, especially when it doesn't add anything. But this one, they used it in the way that you're supposed to. Yeah, so we can speed up the plot of the movie. Well, that and just like, they're obviously frozen in the place that they're in, essentially. But they were like, wow, let's use it to actually add to the plot and not just like laugh on a picnic blanket and throw grapes at each other. They had to find the tiny perfect things and add it to their map. And she had to draw that little cube. She did. I don't know how she did that, but she did. She said geometry. Mm-hmm. Again, why these two kids out of all of them? What, who's really controlling this? Universe? God? Um, I don't know. We miss Tokyo. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it wasn't the dumbest idea. So Mark was like, okay, so to get out of this loop, we got to like cross the... International Dateline. International Dateline. Um, and he was like, so we're going to book a trip to Tokyo. And I thought it wasn't a bad idea. It felt like very Lost to me, like the TV show Lost. Um, and she and she couldn't do it because, you know, her, the whole thing with her mom. See, I thought this girl, <laughs> before we knew about her mom situation... I thought that she was like, I'm scared of being on a plane. What if it crashes? Because <laughs> the reason I thought that was because he would be like, so you want to be like an astronaut, right? And she'd be like, no, I want to be um, like an analyst or whatever, you know, the math side mm-hmm. of it. And I thought that was why, like, she loves space so much, but she can never blast off because, mm-hmm. one, we don't, do we fund the space missions anymore? I don't, I don't know. But... I don't know. I thought I it was like this fear thing where she was like, oh, no, I can't go into space. I can't get on a plane. Wow, that would have been a really dramatic <laughs> a dramatic point if it was that. Because she um, was sweating in that seat. She was like. Yeah. But it ended up not working anyways mm-mm. because science. You have I don't to know. kiss to break the curse. Yep. You have to pucker up, go into the hospital, watch your mom die, return a dog, and everything's okay again. I knew immediately when she had to find that last perfect thing, I knew what it was. It was the fact that they had to kiss and be together. Ew. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It was cheesy. It sure was. But I did like how they kept it kind of realistic. It wasn't like this big fireworks moment. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, there's hair in my mouth. Do it again. It's not perfect. Start again. Do it again. Tiny perfect places. Uh-uh. Tiny Take two. hair in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I did like when she finally said goodbye to her mom and um, it turns 12. But they didn't have to restart the day because it starts raining like the weather forecast said on the TV. Like the Hillary Duff song, Let the Rain Fall Down. Mm-hmm. They were truly living um, a year without rain, as the Selena Gomez and the scene song claims. 
And the scene. <laughs> and scene. And scene. So what kind of rating would you give uh, the map of Tiny Perfect Things? Um, I like it. I don't know if I would say it's rewatchable, but it falls into the specific category of movies where I've watched a lot that are kind of along the same lines. Mm-hmm. I think I would give it, maybe this is a little generous, but I like the cast, six out of ten references to global warming because I'm what woke. Hmm. So I'm going to do mine out of five because I've already rated it on Letterboxd. Um, I'm going to give mine three and a half um, lost dogs stuck in an endless, timeless loop of nothingness out of five. So you're giving it 0.7 and I'm giving it 0.6. Wow. I love a calculator because I'm a math girl. Yeah. Um, anyways, what a fun, fun little review. But now, should we take a quizzy whizzy? I think we have to before our 16 hours are up. They're up. We are taking a quiz called Pretend to Time Travel and we'll reveal who you were in a past life. To infinity and beyond. By Lily Panda, a community contributor. Thank you, Lily Panda. So first, who is going with you? My partner in crime. My best friend, because I prioritize only one. The rest of them, it's a hierarchy. My pet, or I'm going alone. About this. First of all, I feel like I don't want to be alone when time traveling because that sounds scary. But at the same time, I feel like if you bring someone else, it's just more, that's more reason to like mess up something. Like you gotta look after another person now. So maybe I just, Gotta be brave and go alone on this journey. I also want to go alone because if we're working on a limited time frame of where we can go and how long we can spend there, I want to go where I want to go. Uh, I don't want to waste my precious time on anybody else. Choose your time machine. So we have old-timey direct TV satellite dish. Um, we have... Whatever that one car is from that one movie. Back to the Future. (laughs) Uh, We have a TARDIS from Doctor Who. And then we have something that almost looks like a food scale. I thought it looked like a Peloton for some reason. We can pedal our way into the past. (laughs) Um, I... You know what? Um, I was going to say the Back to the Future one, but only because I like the movie. But... That little Peloton food scale thing, that looks efficient. It looks, you know, like it you can easily read it. So I'm going to say that. I mean, it's digital. I feel like it's a couple boop-boop-boops and you're where you want to be. I think 
and all the Tumblr girlies can buckle in. I am going to pick that <laughs> dumb little TARDIS, even though I've seen, like, two episodes of that show. I haven't seen one. I do want to watch it, though. I'm going to be honest. I like enclosed spaces, so I feel like that would just do it for me. So are you going to the past or the future? The past. Why? Uh, the future surprise me or i'll press random buttons and see where i end up honestly i feel like i would press random buttons and see where i end up because like i don't have a set time that i want to go in the past or future we'll just see i don't think i would want to go to the past just because like you've already kind of you know you've lived through it or if you if you're going really far back, I don't want to do that either for Taylor a multitude of reasons. God, please don't let that be true. Take me out of the video game at some point. Um, I think I would go to the future because I want to see if what I'm doing now matters at all. Choose your time travel bag. So we have our little Louis Vuitton, our little Louis Vuitton, little backpack number. Uh, we have. This one from Zara, but it's giving me more like H&M energy. Uh, it's got a little top flap. I bet it's magnetic. I bet it's magnetic. Mm-hmm. And every time you close it, it'd just be popping open. Mm-hmm. A leather duffel for all you girlies who want to build up that bicep strength. Or um, this is giving me... I have a question. Did your school do like one of those wilderness retreat things? No. (laughs) I was never invited, but like I know that like people who went on it, it gives me like safari weekend in the woods, but not in a cute way. Wait, you had to be invited to these wilderness retreats? Mm -hmm. Wow. You had to be special. Um so the brown duffel I think is the most like attractive out of all these. I would agree. I don't want to be carrying that around while I'm time traveling. I feel like the most efficient would probably be either the Zara or Louis Vuitton. And I'm going to go with um, Mr. Louis Vuitton um, just to just to, as a little backpack thing. I'm so torn. I also think that the duffel is the most attractive option, but I know that would get annoying so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you could use it as a like, what if you're going to a war zone? perfect weapon i mean i feel like my arm would snap off like a barbie but you know i think i'm gonna go with wilderness retreat ugly bag because it has a lot of pockets very efficient it would be good if i had to leave it somewhere because no one would steal it no one wants that Mm -hmm. what will you take with you food just in general because when you time travel there's no food uh books for why a camera or a money. I feel like the obvious answer has to be a camera. I want to snap it, a picture. Yeah. Click and take a picture. Am I, I going to be reading? Am I going to be showing people what books are in case they don't exist in the future or something? It, when in case it's like Fahrenheit 451, I am... I could see how money would be a valid option, though, too. But what if, like, just 
don't know what what if where you're going money just doesn't mean anything like it does well i'm going in in the future and unless we have a full-on like revolt and we say anti-capitalism i mean you don't know i want money because if i if i have my money i'm not planning on going super far in the future just a few years i can buy my camera there you go that's smart how long will you stay only a few hours <laughs> three days something about three just feels right a week or as long as i can um i kind of want some freedom with what i'm doing so i'm gonna say as long as i can no, I'm not going to say as long as I can because that feels like saying, like, I want to stay forever, and that's not the case. Um, but what if it's just that good that you're like, I don't want to go back to my original timeline? Then I'll go back to my original timeline and go back again. You know, who says I can only time travel once? I mean, that Peloton session, we don't know how long it is. We um, don't know. You know what? I'm not going to be greedy. I'm going to say a week. I think I'm going to say three days because in my head, the first day I'm going to be like, oh, whoa, and I'm not actually going to enjoy it because I'm just going to be all disoriented. But days two is going to be just jam packed. And then day three, I'm like, okay, that was fun. And I can pack up and leave. Because mm-hmm. what if it's not great? You know, it's a perfect weekend getaway. Yeah. Just a quick little staycation. <laughs> Oh, you can tell how outdated this quiz is. What will you miss the most about 2017? Honestly, though, 2017 was kind of a good year, to to be quite frank. Uh, The food. My family. Because they stopped existing after 2017. Uh, Modern medicine, or I won't miss anything. But we're not, I mean... What if we're not going too far? That's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't planning on going, like, a billion years in the future or yeah, way into like, the past. I plan on having food and medicine. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be gone for a week. Doesn't seem like I'm going to be missing much. So I'm going to say I won't miss anything just for that reason. I guess I'll say my family. You know, because what if... I moved really far away, and they're not in my future. I can see that. Who were you in a past life? So I actually am familiar with this person. Uh, Hildegard of Bingen. That's who I got. I did. I wasn't familiar. <gasps> That's on music appreciation, y'all. Take those mm. humanities classes. Uh 1098 to 1179. Dang. We're old. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is this a man or a woman? I'm so sorry. I it do not know. Is a woman, I believe. So she um, was a mystic author and composer. Y'all, the train. Really? You got trains. I got children on skateboards. We love ambiance. Yes, we do. Um, you know, just to just to give this a good ending with our trains and ambiances. Uh, do you want to do the outro? 
Of course. Sorry, I'm looking up Hildegard just to confirm what I said. Wait a minute. Okay, I was right. Cool. Okay. Um, we hope all you time-traveling, tantalizing <laughs> listeners had had and have and are having in the future uh, the best week ever. Yeah. And no matter what time you're living in, please give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. And if it's still around, follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll. And if Twitter's still around, that means our website is still around, which is if I edit like edit it and update it in the future, encouragealpodcast.wixsite.com <laughs> slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us couragedollpodcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye. Bye.